Hey, I'm not here to productivity shame you. We all have lots to do right now. But maybe you, like me, are also looking for some positive distractions from worry. In that case, I have a few suggestions for thinking about and improving your mid-century home. Hey there. Welcome back to MidMod Remodel. This is the show about updating mid-century homes, helping you match a mid-century home to your modern life. I'm your host, Della Hansman, architect and mid-century ranch enthusiast. You're listening to Season 3, Episode 1. So I've been away from the podcast for a month. First, I was devoting my energy to walking my first cohort of homeowner students through the Ready to Remodel course, which ran during March. Of course, they and I were all a little distracted by the craziness, but we made some good inroads into planning great remodels together. Then, I admit, I was increasingly feeling swamped with dealing with news of a global pandemic, as we all have been, and I wondered if this was the right time to be talking about design and home improvement while the world seemed so scary and dangerous. But as time went on, I realized that I was taking a lot of comfort from improving my own home as I stay put in it, and I thought you might feel the same way. So, I've been thinking about what I can offer you, my listeners, who may be sheltering in place, safer at home, or staying at home, depending on your state's safety guidelines, and starting to feel more than a little stir-crazy. This season of MidMod Remodel Podcast is going to be all about things you can consider or do from the socially distanced safety of your own home. We have all been getting to know the confines of our own homes a little better recently, and it may have occurred to you that there are many areas which could be improved. After all, it's easier to ignore or put off your home's necessary changes when you're focused outward. If you don't love your kitchen, eat out. If you wish you had a more welcoming living room, hang at your friend's place. But now that we're staying put, we may see our own dwellings more clearly. Today I'll give you some overview ideas and point you in the direction of handy links to seek out more inspiration. As always, you'll find the show notes with those links and a summary of everything I'm about to say on my website at midmod-midwest.com slash 301. To a certain extent, everything I do with MidMod Remodel is and always has been about reflecting on and improving the mid-century homes we already live in, but I'm aiming this season at some new ideas we might fix on as we become more home-centered. Frankly, whether the most optimistic estimates of opening the country back up in a few months prevail or not, we are all going to be more home-centered for quite a while. So now is a good time to start thinking about how we can move our dwelling units in the direction of meeting all our needs. This season, I'll be talking about how now is a great time to reflect on how your home suits you and plan longer-term changes you might want to make, and to take on some smaller-scale tune-ups which can give you something positive to focus on and offer a sense of incremental improvement. Before I go any further, though, I want to address a few things. There are several scenarios that Americans and people around the world over are living through right now. Many are sick or caring for sick loved ones. Still others are working on the front lines to keep us as healthy and secure as possible. Doctors and nurses are the obvious heroes, but we also depend on the essential work of janitors, city engineers, grocery store clerks, and delivery personnel who are putting themselves out into the world to make it possible for people like me to stay home. The rest of us are, I sincerely hope, doing our best to make life easier on those first two groups by staying home and cutting off all the virus transferring connections we can manage. In some ways, that's an easy ask. But in others, it still feels scary and challenging. So I want to make this clear. I am not trying to productivity shame you right now. We all have enough to do on any given day, and being caught in the middle of a global pandemic has not made our lives more straightforward or streamlined. In fact, many of us now have more to do, not less, even if we're sheltering in place. 
more childcare, more chores, more coordination and work communication, more checking in with distant family and friends, and more obsessive reading of all of the news. Or maybe that's just me. So I'm not here to give you a to-do list, but I know that I've been looking for ways to keep my mind and hands occupied when I spiral into worry. My semi-recreational distraction activities have included knitting a very small-gauge cable knit sweater for my mom till my wrists are sore, progressing a furniture-making project meant for my little sister's apartment whenever I can get back over there, lots of cleaning and organizing, and actual yard work. Normally, I despise working in my yard, but I've been aggressively raking dead leaves and mulching in beds for spring like a person who loves to landscape. There's no reason why these bursts of distraction energy can't be put to good and focused use for me and you. So if you find thinking about your home or making improvements to it with your bare hands to be a soothing and distracting exercise, I offer this season as a series of prompts to help you shift your focus to another track. To that end, there are several directions we can go, sometimes simultaneously, to apply design to our lives right now. One of those is to sit back and make bigger plans for the future. If you're sheltering in place, you might be spending more time in your house than you're accustomed to and using your home for more parts of your day and your life than you typically do. In the other direction, we might just be looking for something to keep our hands busy with a series of smaller DIY projects aimed at making little spaces in and around the house a little better. Here's how I see those two avenues. For the first, thinking about your home, this might come completely naturally to you right now. Our homes are always a vital centering point for our lives. This intense homebound time might give you an opportunity more than usual to think deeply about your house, how you derive comfort and security from it, how it helps you stay safe. Now granted, some of those thoughts might come out in a negative way. You might feel like there are things you can't stand about your house right now, and that's pretty natural given the givens, but I encourage you to turn that kind of thinking on its head. While we're all voluntarily homebound is a good time to ponder your long-range plans. You can gain fresh insight from your enforced focus on your interior life. So pay attention to what's working and what's not. Where do you prefer to spend most of your day? Where do you drink your morning coffee or evening nightcap? Do you have places to relax and places to focus? Are those the same areas or different? You may even find yourself workshopping your new daily routine in the process. By simply paying careful heed to the way you spend the day in your house, you might realize that you have a patio you never use, but you could go out there and greet the day each morning. Or if you rearrange a little furniture, you could make a sunny afternoon reading spot in one corner of the living room. Then invite a family member to join you there for a recentering tea break daily. On the other hand, you might start to see big structural changes to the way you want to live in your house. As you consciously notice the way your house aligns with your daily routine, or doesn't, you may realize that you want to plan a new arrangement of interior spaces, or even take on a small addition. The fact that right now isn't the best time to take on a major remodel is actually just fine. There's a big time window here, and most people have an unrealistic imaginary timeline for how long it takes to go from planning to executing a remodel. Thinking about this now, while we are all limiting ourselves to essential activities only, is only the beginning of a remodel process, and you'll be laying the groundwork for plans which can bloom in the future. Right now, focus your energies on design research, thinking about what you might be able to do yourself, closely observing your home as it is right now, and problem solving so that you can take it from good to great when the time is right. By the way, if this makes you think you're sorry you missed the intake date for my Ready to Remodel course, never fear. I'll be reopening it again soon to anyone who wants to use their time at home to plan the remodel of their dreams. For those who want something more current and concrete to accomplish, there's always DIY, or as my extremely punny father put it in a recent Google Hangout, DIY not. 
I laughed, even though I know it only encourages him. I've been running through a host of little project impulses. The one I keep returning to lately is a mid-century-style hack of some basic flat-pack bookshelves for my sister's apartment. I'll try to put some pictures on Instagram soon. The short version is that she ordered three sets of shelves, a simple multi-purpose shoe rack storage box item about 15 by 15 by 30 inches. I picked up a single sheet of 8-inch birch plywood and some edge banding tape at Home Depot. She ordered tapered wooden mid-century style legs from Etsy. I've been adhering plywood to the outside edges of the shelves and then covering the transition from white MDF to plywood with edge banding. I'll screw legs on and finish the whole thing with a coat or two of amber shellac at some point in the next week or so. This task particularly appeals to me right now because it requires a lot of cutting, gluing, clamping, and then letting everything dry for 24 hours, which suits my current Mayfly attention span. The result will be a reasonably stylish console unit that she can use as a low bookshelf, TV stand, and a way to get her cat comfortably aligned with the windowsills. It's not as high quality as something she could find vintage or even order from CB2, but it's snazzier than the original MDM box. When I finish, I'll go back to working on my own basement. I should note, I had all the materials for this project on hand, I think I had started it in January, but it could also have been ordered online, or I could have made an arrangement to have a local hardware store pull it together and pick it up from their curbside. Hooray, local businesses! You may also find that you have some defunct projects and all or most of their supplies hiding in your storage areas. For more ideas, here are some topics you can expect this season, running in rough order from big picture thinking down to small scale action plans. I'll definitely be tackling how we can reconfigure or improve the way our homes allow us to come together and find separate spaces for different people and activities. Especially for families with kids home from school and parents home from work, having enough space for everyone to go to their own place is essential. That might mean everyone in their own room, or even each of us carving out a designated corner to face with their headphones in. I'll get into how we can make those things happen both temporarily and more permanently in an upcoming episode. I also want to talk specifically about designing around and with your kids. Expect an episode where I'll talk about how to observe your children in your home and make good design decisions on their behalf. One thing that's important for households with younger kids is making flexible remodeling choices that age with them as they transition from tot to child to teen, and what happens after they hopefully leave the nest. But I'll also talk about how you can involve your kids in the planning and design process, If you find yourself suddenly homeschooling, why not make an educational exercise out of getting to know your home? Have kids help you take measurements, draw up floor plans, and plot designs for their own spaces. Children of all ages make wonderful architects and decent builders, so I'll talk about how you can give that a go. I'll devote at least one episode to key areas of your house that you might care about more this month than last year. Do you need to make improvements to your home office setup? How about your mudroom? Have you got a good place to feel that you can leave the newly frightening outside, corralled by your door? Dealing with those spaces can happen at several levels, from planning a future addition to pulling out your work gloves and just rearranging some furniture. So we cross over from the territory of big thinking projects to small things you can tackle at home. I'll come back to the idea of three levels of home improvement. You might remember I talked about this in Season 1, Episode 6. Now is a perfect time to take on the level one projects, which involve simple DIY tasks. At the same time, you can be laying the groundwork and making plans for the future for more intense level two or three projects to come. And then that brings us down to the level of deciding on and tackling your next DIY project. 
Again, this isn't to add to your to-do list. I'm just offering ideas you might enjoy to take your mind off other worries. If you're not sure where to start, try out my three-step room recipe. I talked about this in Season 2, Episode 3. You can pop straight to midmod-midwest.com slash roomrecipe to get the cheat sheet download. Essentially, you can give any mid-century room a huge design boost if you add or focus on a cheery focal point, throw in some color, and then sprinkle in a little bit of MCM flair. Since we can't hit the thrift shops right now, you can shop for online purchases or seek out your own basement for interesting pieces of furniture, the craft materials you need for a decorative wall hanging, and more. I'd love to see what you come up with. Here are a few other handy COVID stress countering resources before I go. If you're newly working from home and you need a little boost to manage your day without the structure of office life, I offer my own favorite system and solution to the work from home problem, the bullet journal method. I use it to plan my days, weeks, and months. I've talked about it before, season two, episode five. For people noticing that staying home all day means more housework, not less, and nowhere to go to escape clutter, you might like the fly lady philosophy of taking care of your home in chunks of 15 minutes at a time. I talked about this in Season 2, Episode 6, or you can just visit Marla Silly's website, flylady.net. It is a time capsule from the 90s, but I promise her ideas are sound. If you've been having trouble turning your brain off at night, remember a good night's sleep is a component of good health. I've been dependent on the Headspace app recently to settle me down. My little sister, a stressed-out doctor, took them up on their offer of free use for any healthcare professional in America, and then she recommended it to me soon after she started using it. Their guided meditations and wind-down exercises are not woo-woo, but surprisingly effective. I particularly use their Sleepcasts, a slow-talking 45-minute recording that describes a soothing space very gradually while I focus on breathing and drop off to sleep. Seriously, it has helped. Oh, and on the less healthy end, I have a pan of brownies all for myself, since chocolate is no good for my dog, Roxy. I use the King Arthur Flower Fudgy Brownie Recipe, and it is mind-altering. Check the show notes, midmod-midwest.com slash 301 for links to all of those, especially the brownie recipe. If you know anyone else who might like to listen to the show, send them a link. There are 15 episodes of Backlog to binge now, and I'll be coming up with new ideas for improving your mid-century home every week for the next few months. You can help new listeners find the show by adding a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for now, Mid-Mod Remodelers. I hope that you're staying safe and staying home. Catch you next week.